This is the American Dream, Dusted Rhodes, son of a plumber, daddy, and you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to a very special one above all episode of the BCP. Super excited to welcome back ahead of his appearance at Project Codename Wrestling Presents Genesis this Saturday. It's going to be March 5th in Union, New Jersey. Tickets are still available. Shameless promo. Please welcome back into the show. He is a former multiple time tag team champion everywhere he goes let's be real this guy no stranger to gold around the waist both shoulders you've seen the pictures he's got like four belts at the same time king midas over here he's a former iwa heavyweight champion please welcome back to show our good friend one above all mr anthony gang welcome in sir how are you bro i'm doing well thank you for that introduction i really appreciate it thanks for having me Dude, no, I, I appreciate you coming back on. You know, right now we're just kind of talking to everybody, seeing where everyone's at, man. And you're someone I told you off air that I really just wanted to catch up with. I love the stuff that you've been doing in Titan. I can't wait to talk about that in a little bit. Shameless promo. But let's not bury the lead here again, guys. This Saturday, Project Codename Wrestling presents Genesis in Union, New Jersey. Come out, support. It's going to be a great show. Mr. Gangone putting out some great promos. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Taking on uh, Sebastian Cage, I don't think someone you're a stranger to. We've seen him a lot here in the Northeast. Uh, your th- this is the backstage interviewer going going off of me right now. Your thoughts going into that one, sir? Well, I was a I was a late addition to uh, to the project, okay. and uh, my maybe maybe three weeks ago, and then shortly after that, I saw my opponent. And it was Sebastian Cage, who I've only wrestled one time in a okay. singles match. And I wrestled him also in a multi-person match as well. And he has a lot of talent. I'm not here to be like the, you know, the vet. Oh, he has a lot of talent and all that. But Sebastian is a great, legitimately great talent. Every time you see him in the ring, he gets crowd reactions. Even if no one knows who he is at that point, by the end of the match, he always gets crowd reactions. And I noticed that he's hanging out with uh, Sosa and and Santos and it's just like you know he's he's better than that and he's not even really getting paid enough to be hanging around with that crew so Ooh. um i noticed that he said he, he's not really worried about me which is the the last thing you want to do with me is piss me off Thanks. i love proving people wrong it's uh i'm not necessarily a confrontational person but if you give me a reason I'll make sure to end it. So in Sebastian's case, I have to teach him a lesson that day, never to underestimate me. And if you do, you're going to get burned for it. Absolutely, man. And very well said. You always go the extra mile in your promos. I believe it was called A Look to the Past uh, that I just watched a little while ago, man. The production value, first of all, really going more than the extra mile. Uh, I love the stuff that you do for Titan, man. I think there's a lot of great storytelling there. But this is like really deep. It's very theatric. Uh, Hashtag wrestling fashion looking sharp in that suit. Tell us a little bit 
uh, about what went into that promo. There's a lot of mystery. Even earlier today, you kind of posted something with just like the mask on the seat. Like, what can you give us from that, man? That's very interesting. Uh, well, the the actual production of it is from hashtag dope. Okay. And they do a great job. And I think they do most of the the promos and production at the project. But uh, basically what I was trying to uh, let people know about and let my driver know about is that, you know, throughout the years, I've kind of been the one above all. And that's that's something where once you're in the ring with me, you'll realize that I'm not like everybody else. I'm above them all. But initially, when I first started wearing the mask, it was a mask that everyone uh, would wear within my group. And then later on, I kind of just grew it into being the main leader of it. And maybe I lost lost myself in that. Maybe I lost being uh, above everyone when I should have been down with the people, you know. And uh, that's kind of what my mindset is when it comes to this. I feel like when you gain some sort of success, you kind of lose that hunger as you go up the ladder. And I kind of feel like possibly that may have happened. And I feel like I've never really shown the true full potential of who I am. I've shown glimpses, uh, but I've never truly captured that. And that's kind of what I've been striving for. And this match is the perfect reason to do it. I love this. And I love that you said this. I like this guy a lot. This is why I wanted you here, man, because I always pay attention. And let's be real in this business. I've seen a lot of people succeed uh, that have gotten to that professional level during a pandemic. No less. It's crazy. But I always pay attention to how people handle success in a business where let's be real. The spotlight is literally on you guys the whole time. You have your own entrances. You are you are booed. You're applauded. Like I get it. It's almost like a catch 22 in a way. But I love that you're cognizant of that. Um, and, and you're always kind of going the extra mile. Uh, I think you even said it yourself, you're not like everyone else. And I see that not only in your promos, but in your moveset. Uh, I got to start here. Dreams by the waterfall. We talked a little bit about it last time, uh, even though, you know, like you're usually like the bad guy pulling back the curtain a little bit. Um, we, we always get a pop for me and D David Adams dreams by the waterfall. It's such an innovative move, uh, kind of like almost like a torture rack variation onto the knee, man. And again, I'm outside the ring. I don't know what I'm talking about. How did you come up with that, man? And, and why that move? Cause I think it's so different and it's so extra mile, like everything that you do. Well, it took me a long time to find the right finisher for myself. And when I, I mean, it took years to find the right finisher, and I always kind of had this idea of taking the uh, the water slide maneuver that uh, Cesaro used to do back when he was in Chikara and kind of use it in a way with the GTS. So eventually I finally did it. And the first match I did it, the person actually kicked out. It was at Limitless Wrestling against really? Connor Murphy. Yes. And uh, but it got such a reaction and I was so close to winning that I thought maybe if I fine tune this, that it could be something that I end people with. And uh, ever since then, not a single person has kicked out of it. It's been like four or five years at this point. Um, every time I hit it, my knee goes right into the uh, person's face and it puts them to sleep. Some people call me Dr. Sleep. So uh, <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's, that's kind of uh, my creative aspect when it comes to that and i'm always kind of i get bored with myself and i try to introduce new things whether it's something that i put my own spin on or something that i haven't used before but 
I don't want the audience to be bored and I don't want to be bored myself. So um, that's kind of where it all comes from. And dude, and that's why you're always amazing to watch uh, that match with Arcadia. Phenomenal at tight. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, man. But you mentioned uh, Cesaro, man, obviously recently, uh, hopefully available to take bookings everywhere. Uh, The thing I do love about, you know, I always look for the silver linings and things. There is opportunity right now. Um, A lot of you guys uh, work in the Northeast here can work with a lot of the national talent, even more so than usual. It's very cool to see. Um, you know, we always joke, what's Sid Zaro doing in the impact zone? But like, is that someone you'd want to work with like Cesaro or have you already? Uh, I know by the time I joined wrestling, he was already signed um, to WWE. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I'd love to face anybody. But I mean, Cesaro, speaking about someone that always changes yeah. it up, he's someone that always changes it up. And it's. Uh, I admire that, especially when you get to that level uh, where you're on TV for, you know, almost 10 years now for him and for him to constantly change up his moveset and introduce new things. I think that that's something to be admired because not to say that people, you know, I don't want lazy is not the right word, but, you know, they people come to see their greatest hits. You know, yes, but Cesaro always takes that chance in trying to. Uh, see if he can create a new hit with with certain things. I, I, dude, I love the way your mind works, and I love that you said that. I'm aging myself, but I remember seeing him at a like ice hockey rink uh, in Edison, an ROH show. He did the no-handed, uh, was a Claudio Castagnoli, I think, at the time. Yes. Did the no-hand uh, airplane uh, spin. I was waiting UFO. for him to bust. Oh, so good, dude. Yeah. I was waiting for him to bust it out on TV. He did it at the WrestleMania where no one was in the crowd, uh, obviously during the lockdown, but we still pop for it. But he's amazing. I always put this over on commentary because I think it's a huge deal, man. And you fought a lot of these guys. Let's be real. You beat a lot of them. Uh, The dub over Cody Rhodes. I always bring that up, man. Uh, You have done so much. Who would you want to work on? Uh, work with on that national level and you have probably worked with a lot of them already beat a couple of them already um who would you want to work on on that national level that you haven't yet because there is opportunity and then also on the indie level because i'm sure there's someone that you've been like circling or crossing paths with that you just haven't been able to face off with one-on-one yet yeah anytime i get these questions i'm not like i'm not like super keen on um pinpointing one specific person because it's always like I always feel like I'm going to forget somebody. So in in reality, I think that, um, you know, I'm willing to face anyone and every match creates a new opportunity to uh, showcase myself and showcase a match that would be different from any other match because everyone's different. Everyone works in a different kind of way. I think on on a national level, obviously there's thousands or hundreds of, of great wrestlers and People I would love to uh, face that I've watched before, you know, Brian Danielson or, or CM Punk and Ooh. stuff like that. But I think the most uh, the thing that would be the coolest for me would be if I was able in some sort of way to face private party because that was who I started wrestling with. So that would be uh, that would be a cool thing to do. Who would be your partner in that one? Who would you pick as your partner to take them on? Uh well, let's make it a handicap match. Oh, or or, yes. or, or may, may, maybe it could be. I don't know. Keith Lee seems to uh, enjoy uh, facing Isaiah and throwing him. So that's that's fair. <laughs> Hashtag here for that one. I love that answer, man. Uh, you talk about, you know, being different. You talk about 
putting on like matches that that keep you interested, that keep the crowd interested. That's what I love about you. We got to talk about that match with Arcady at the last Titan event, man. That was something special. You knew it would be going into that one. The amount of uh, I want to use the word like escapism or reversals in that match. Uh, Arcadia just going through the ropes. Uh, you finally, you know, getting the victory at the end of that one. Uh, shameless promo. I think it's up now on Mobify TV. Check it out. Dude, what a great match. Uh, what was it like working with him? And how'd you feel coming out of that one? Well, uh, Arcadia is like uh, a hidden gem. And I hate yeah. to say that because anybody that's uh, in the area knows that already. already. Yeah. And he's kind of like a wrestler's wrestler. And that the wrestlers all know how great he is. And he kind of takes a limited kind of um, booking situation uh, on his own, you know, yeah. because he has plenty of responsibilities. But he's just such a great wrestler. And I I relate to him more uh, than any other wrestler when it comes to, like, his, his mindset. And I've wrestled him before in, like, a three-match kind of uh, best two out of three kind of situation. And this was the first time I've wrestled him in maybe four or five years. And he's just as good then as he is now. I think we have a lot more that we can do. I think that us facing that title was more like dipping the toes back into our feud. And I would love to continue wrestling him in any other kind of capacity because he is truly one of those guys when you, for me, that I can think of that he deserves uh, a lot more and maybe he will get a lot more, but I'd like to face him a lot more as well. I, I love that, man. And again, great match. He's all, he's a great wrestler, but also a great mind for the business as well. Um, so that's very cool to see. Uh, I hear a little barking over here. We're all about the pets. Tell us about the dog. Who, who's the doggy? What kind of dog you got? I love dogs. So you got to tell us yeah. about the dog. Yeah, it's uh, I have a dog with uh, well, I have my own dog and uh, he's a husky, Siberian husky. Oh, baby. huskies are beautiful, yes. And I have a rescue with uh, Valentina, uh, uh Lilo, and she's a pitbull terrier that we rescued uh, a little over two years ago at this point. Oh, that's adorable. I, I love dogs, man. Uh, when I was moving around a lot, I was just like. Uh, and going through some stuff, man, I'm like, man, I really want to rescue some poor soul, man. So I, I love that you guys. Oh, do we get it? <laughs> Dude, my voice instantly gets high. Oh, my gosh. I love dogs so much, man. We, we're all about the pet cameos. So bring them in, please. Um, oh, that's amazing. I love to see that big smile on my face. Um, I do want to talk about this, man. I said this to you off air, and I'm not just saying this because you're on the show. I feel like you're the next guy in Titan. Um, the record speaks for itself. The promos have been stellar and it's almost like you've been the on deck guy. Um, you know, Johnny's my guy. Johnny's my guy. Uh, I won't lie. We're close. I feel like he's earned that spot. You were in there in that rumble with him at Mount Olympus. You guys were the last two. He obviously got the win, got the match with Monster Mac. The rest is history. He's the new title holder. You did defeat Monster Mac, I believe, at the next event. I wasn't at that one, but you're the guy, and I love the promos that you had um, when Mac was a champ. You're just saying, like, hey, I've been here like pretty much since day one. Um, I will say this on the record. You never seemingly get involved in the drama, which is something that I love about you. Um, but also, the record speaks for itself. You have won, I think, nearly all of your matches. And in my mind, we were calling your match the last show, and we brought up the term number one contender a lot. Am I saying you're going to dethrone Johnny? Johnny's my guy. Not necessarily. Would that be a heck of a match? Yeah, the real winner is the fans. But 
it's a matter of when for you, man. What's that momentum feel like for you and Titan right now? Well, actually, I've literally been there since day one. Yeah, it was the first match. That's on, right. Uh, first show. It was me and Jay George, who's getting chairs thrown at him by Brock yeah. Lesnar nowadays. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've been there since day one. I have lost a few matches, but I've been on this streak where I haven't lost a match in a very long time. And throughout it's been two years now. I haven't received one single title shot at anything. Not, you know, there's multiple titles in Titan. I haven't received one shot anywhere. So Johnny Moran is definitely someone I'm looking at right now just because I defeated Steve Mack, who was the former champion. He held that title for a year. So that's where my eyes are. And I'm not really sure why it is that I'm not being looked at for something like that. When I have the wins and I have the reputation to uphold where I can face the champion. So I'm not really sure what's going on with Titan, but it's kind of been a thing my whole career when it comes to people trying to recognize me. And for me, I'm just going to continue to push forward until you're forced to recognize me. So I'm not, this is nothing new for me. I'm going to keep, as long as I keep winning, they can't say anything. So. That's it, man. And, and coming from just a, a commentary perspective, um, it, it's difficult at times to to hate on you, if you will, because you're so darn good in the ring. And the resume does speak for itself that we several times said, like, hey, you know what? Like, wouldn't be surprised if he got a title shot. Now, would it be because we have a lot of these guys come on like the Thanos thing? They want to collect the belts they are all about the gold collecting, which is which is great to represent a company. You've done it several times in your career. Is it? to target, like you mentioned, Johnny earlier, uh, recons right now got the middleweight uh, title. The front line has the tag team titles. Is it to be the, the top title? Is it any gold opportunity like you mentioned earlier, or is it just the, uh, the matches and having the eyes on you? Like what's your mindset uh, when you get your next match announced for the next event? Well, like, like I said prior, like as far as tag team, I don't really, I'm not really in the tag team. I don't think they allow the whole handicap thing. So, which I you would want to take them anyway. both. Yeah, I would win anyway. Uh, I would. I wouldn't mind facing Rick Recon. I wouldn't okay. mind facing any champion. But for me, the fact that I already beat Steve Mack, and I was in the final two of that Rumble, right? I should get Johnny Moran. But I think maybe it could. Maybe it's management. Management. Maybe it's Johnny Moran. I mean, Johnny Moran is as clean cut as you get. You know, he's clean shaven. He's got the hair. He's got he's got every white ma- baby face, white meat, all that uh, that you can get. He, he's like the typical nice guy in wrestling, which is fine. But uh, he's never faced someone like me. He's faced Steve Mack, who's a uh, can be a brutal wrestler. I don't think he really showed it when he faced Moran. I think he kind of, oh, well, I held the title for a year, so I'm good. He kind of rested on those. But Mm. for me, when it comes to Johnny Moran, he's never faced someone like me. And I kind of, I miss being as vicious as I used to be. And that's what I'm trying to get back. I'm trying to get back that hunger. And I want to face Moran and I want to show him physically how it is to be a champion. Wow. Very, very well said, man. I like the way your mind works. Uh, Guys, if you're listening and we know you are, someone booked this match. Johnny's my guy, but there was something there when you two were left in that rumble. There was something there, man. I think there could be a lot of magic. And like I always say here on the show, the real winners 
uh, the fans, man. Um, do you want to talk about this, man? It's so cool to see everyone get that opportunity to get that AW Dark on the resume, man. Uh, I was so happy when when I saw you get announced. You get the graphic, man. I love the gear. First of all, was that like I think you posted earlier, like it was like new gear or different gear? Hashtag wrestling fashion. Tell us a little bit about the gear, man. You're always not even in the promo. The suit looked great. Yeah, uh, well, my gear is made by um, someone named Tiffany. I okay. think her like. Um, name is like butch diva or something like that okay so um yeah my gear was more of like i like to experiment with things and it's more like fighting um uh, like boxing kind of gear with with the pro wrestling spin with the kind of wet look on it so that was kind of my gear with that it was kind of also inspired by like eddie guerrero flames and stuff like oh, that the flame. Yeah. okay yeah yes. so uh as far as AEW, like um it was an amazing experience. Good. That's good um, to hear. It was it was awesome to be there. Awesome to experience that on such a high level. Uh, the locker room was was great. Uh, the people there were great. It was a very easy time for me. Um, unfortunately, the match didn't go the way I wanted it to go. But uh, you got to get your foot in the door and it won't be the last time. Oh, absolutely not, man. Let's be like I keep saying you beat you beat a lot of them guys already. So uh, I do want to talk about this, man. We always try to get away from wrestling a little bit here on the BCP, man. Last time we had you on, we talked a lot about horror. I see a lot of that implemented in some of your promos and some of your style. But also we talked a little bit about Batman. Uh, did you see the new trailer? Um, what, what are your thoughts going in this one? I think IGN gave it a 10 out of 10, which is I was like, I mean, a 10 out of 10. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, at first, um, I was never against like Robert Pattinson being Batman because uh, right. I knew that he kind of did very more serious roles lately. Yeah. Um, kind of on the independent level. And I respect that. It, I mean, Twilight was like 12 years ago at this yeah. point. Like we can yeah. get over it. Um, That's fair. Some of the promos for television kind of worried me because it seemed more like a romantic uh, drama with Catwoman and I don't know if that was because Valentine's Day was going on but I am very excited to see it um, my Batman was always Batman the animated series that's the, uh, my, that's my Batman to me Kevin um, Conroy that's right yes Kevin Conroy and uh, ho I, I know they're doing a new Batman show on HBO Max that's animated called the uh, Cape Crusader I believe and it's oh. kind of done by the same Matt Reeves, who's the director of this one, Bruce Timms involved. So uh, I have high hopes for that. But yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for it. I'm trying not to hype myself too much because I'm, it has very high scores right now. But uh, hopefully I'll get to see it this weekend. Yeah, man. Let me know what you think after you see it. Like, I can't wait to check it out. I'm a big Batman guy. I love that you said Kevin Conroy in the animated series. That show ahead of its time brilliant we were, we were throwing it on the other day man there's some great uh i think they're having the card game and they were all telling their stories the interaction with um batman almost the, got them look That's at you the episode yeah. <laughs> you know the big twist at the end you know man uh <laughs> kevin conroy is great um who is your favorite movie batman I, I did not buy into christian bale amazing actor i will die on this hill alone man i was not into any of that i'm the only one man i just did not christian bale brilliant actor i did not buy into him as batman didn't believe the character couldn't get into it everyone loves it man who who was your favorite was it christian bale um it was at for a long time but it was because i think the like 
oversaturation of those films kind of like it's like contrarian in me kind of like turned against them like the movies are great still and I, but i'm not really a fan of his batman or bruce wayne right exactly um, at Thank this you. point it was more you know the joker or like you know bane was an interesting uh version of bane even though i would love to see uh you know uh actual like hispanic or spanish bane for once right, like right. he is in the comics exactly but um you get it yeah uh for me i i think right now i would say um live action would be michael keaton as, yeah. as batman yeah that, that's that's my answer. And it's weird. Like, I feel like they never like for me, I love the 60s. Bat I'm aging myself, but I love the 60s Batman. I thought it was fun. Very different than everything else. Not true to Batman. I think the animated series, like you said, is the most true to Batman. But I never felt like they like to me, Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, um, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, like no quite Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. Like You can go on and on the Spider-Man. You can have a debate. But like with Batman, I feel like like it was never like synonymous with anyone. Like you said, there were, there were so many. Uh, so I, ha I have to go Keaton by default, man. That's, that's just where I am. man. Yeah. But um, do you ever do any of the Arkham games? Any of like the video gaming or anything like yep. that? Yep. So good. I, I'm not a big gamer, but I did yeah. play those games. Yeah. I mean, they were just like adult versions of the animated series. Pretty so, much. so you yeah. know, the deal. I didn't buy Arkham origins. And the only reason I didn't buy it, that's the only one I didn't buy is because Kevin Conroy did not do the voice of Batman in that one didn't buy it so. <laughs> <laughs> well i i actually thought it was a pretty good game so really you might want to yeah you might want to revisit that i actually I, thought arkham knight was the worst of the three of they were, they well, were all, the original all, three they were all good sometimes they get very batmobile like reliant with the like, oh the yeah horses and stuff yeah. but I, I loved all of them man um what else uh, i always like to ask outside wrestling questions what else besides like you obviously mentioned a little bit of the gaming uh batman stuff like do you play music? Um, do you do photography? Are you in? I feel like you would be like really good at some sort of like art or painting or anything like that. Outside of wrestling, man, is there is there any other creative endeavors that you have or something interesting uh, that we, we want to know about you? Um, no, as far as like actual art, I'm not very good at at drawing. I wish I was. It's a it's a aspect that people have that I am very envious of. Uh, I think writing would be the the really? thing. Yeah, I just kind of write on my own when it comes to that. But like yeah. like like uh, like screenplays or stories or poetry or music or yeah, it'd be like stories and screenplays and stuff like that. Yeah, comics. Like nice. I I can write them. I can't ink them or draw them or anything like that. Yeah, that's very cool, man. I love it. I love that, man. Um, I do want to ask you this one. I ask everyone who comes on now that I'm still getting my start in the business. It's been about a year with the behind the curtain stuff. Still learning on commentary, man. Uh, I, I very much hold you in high regard and, and I count your opinion very highly in this one, man. Uh, so hit me with it. The good, the bad, the ugly. Um, what advice would you have for someone like me up and coming on commentary right now? I think the only thing that I would say is that, you know, keep that energy if you're excited, the person that's watching would be excited and always be res respectful to the fans. I know there's like different ways of doing commentary nowadays, but for me, and I think universally, if you respect the wrestlers in the ring, uh, then everyone's better for it. Yeah, very well said. I, and I appreciate that, man. Um, I do want to be respectful of your time, man, but I always got to ask this one before we get out of here, man. And, th and thank you again for making the time. It's good to have you back on and get to know you a little bit better. 
um, cliche, but we always ask this one before we get out of here. You've done so much in this business, man. Gold everywhere you go. Uh, you've had the opportunities. We asked you this last time. We'll ask you again, man, because we've heard all the answers. Some people want to open a school, just want to travel the world, get the opportunities. You've been in that AEW locker room. Uh, like I said, you beat a lot of those guys, man. Uh, what are the goals for Anthony Gingone moving forward? Um, I, I guess for me, it would be, you know, just continue to go out there and prove myself regardless of any obstacle in my way. Uh, continue to be an honest actor when it comes to life. Uh, continue to uh, keep the people close to me happy and, and, and be the best person that I can be uh, for no agenda at all, but just to be a good person. I love that answer. And it's a perfect place to perfect place to end it. But I do got to ask you this one time because I did have it on the sheet here. Um, totally swerving here. That was a great way to end it. But you're really good in those promos, man. You're great in the ring. Did you ever think about doing like the acting or the voice acting? Have you ever done anything like that? I actually haven't. Um, I did, I directed one like really? commercial one time. For, no way. It was. Yeah, it was, you know, for like merchandise and stuff. But it was a lot of fun. And like a lot of people were kind of impressed by it, which, you know, I had no budget or anything. Uh, just me and my Adobe Premiere, I guess. But uh, but awesome. yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know if I would be great at voice acting, like doing a podcast. I used to do a podcast. I, I don't do it now because I'm trying to focus more on wrestling. Sure. But I used to do a podcast. And I was never happy with it just because I feel like there has to be much more of a, a show to it than just two guys kind of just talking as I'm and learning you have to have a specific voice for it, I think as well. But I mean, I'm not against acting, um, but I would also think that maybe when wrestling's over, like being a choreographer for stunt work would be something that I would okay. look into. That makes so much sense and on all the levels, man. I love that, man. Um, but dude, like you, you talked about, uh, this earlier, man, uh, you know, we want to talk about you being very different. You obviously in my mind, stealing the show everywhere you go, man, but we've got to talk about this. We are all about the shameless, shameless promo here on the BCP telephone where they can get the merch, the eight by tens, the follows on social media, all that good stuff. I'm not great at this stuff. Uh, so at <laughs> on Twitter, it's at Anthony Gangone. I think on Instagram is at Anthony Gangone underscore. I have a pro wrestling tea store. Hopefully, I'll get new merch uh, within the next couple months. So look out for that. I'm also on Facebook under Anthony Gangone. And yeah, I guess that's it, right? You have eight by tens. Um, not currently, no. Okay, I was gonna say we do. I'm looking over here. We do not have gang going on here, so we need to change that, man. I'll definitely pick one up. Well, uh, next, I time gotta now. get you one. Oh man, I got you. No, we support mm. it, dude. Thank you so much, man. We support everyone that comes on, dude. Thank you for making the time, man. Uh, you're killing it. I'm gonna say it again. I think he's the next guy at Titan. You know, Johnny's my guy, but I'm just saying down the line, we'll see what happens. Uh, Mr. Gango, stay safe out there. Continue success moving forward. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. And uh, remember, the show is March 5th. At the Boys and Girls Club in New Jersey. Go check out the project this Saturday. What a pro. Shameless promo, Union, New Jersey. I love it. And guys, like we always say here on the BCP, everyone stay safe, stay positive, take care of each other. We out. Peace.